0: It's H.P.R., All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. Today we're welcoming back an artist in town at the Blue Note through Saturday. He's been our guest twice before, the one-time frontman of influential punk rock band Black Flag, Henry Rollins, who also had his Rollins Band, is a radio host at KCRW in Los Angeles, has done a fair amount of television hosting and acting, including shows like Hawaii Five-O, and has also been doing spoken word concert tours for a while. Big aloha and mahalo, my brother. Good to talk to you again after about a decade, I think.
1: Ah, so we, we've vooed in the past. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was a while that's back. Cool. Your performances these days, not music at all.
1: No, no, I haven't done music for many years. Right. Uh, at I one point you. I woke up. Uh, I just sat up in my bed and went, huh, I'm done. It was like, <laughs> ding, you, you can leave the university now. <laughs> and it didn't affect me. It wasn't like some big deal. I just kind of casually called my manager. I, I thought it through. I went, huh, I guess I'm done. I just didn't think about the lyric as a, as a vehicle that moved
0: me anymore. Now, I only got to see you live one time, and I'm just imagining that because it was such a historic sort of event, you may have a story or two to share with folks. It was Saugerties, New York. It was Woodstock, 1994. There were hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. I happened to be in that field. One massive set from you, but anything interesting on the biggest stage I've ever seen, the loudest PA I've ever experienced, what can you talk about of you playing at Woodstock?
1: I played the night before Detroit and we had to abandon all of our transportation and just move via airplane to get to New York because it's a daytime show. So we're just, you know, it was like no sleep. And so we land, we get wherever the nearest airport is. We're picked up. And then we get to some area and our road crew is allowed to drive the gear to the site. We, the band, are going to go by helicopter and who's a great comedian from the show cheers christie alley yeah okay uh, so she was about to get in this helicopter and here comes the rollins band <laughs> and they go we're so sorry uh ms alley but this is a band and their priority and she's like well you know i'm and they went well you know sorry and she was not happy. And So we just kind of went, well, excuse us. And we, we hopped into this helicopter. And I'm sure these helicopter pilots were basically like a taxi from this pad to wherever the landing site at Woodstock is, back and forth all day. And I'm sure every single band who got in that helicopter that day Reverted to Apocalypse Now. And so we're all in the back of this chopper. The pilot's like rolling his eyes, oh, I hate this job. And you <laughs> take this thrilling, at least two and a half minute chopper ride, if that. And he took us over the audience, which is just being in a helicopter. I've been in a bunch of them since. But um, it was just wild. Strapped in and looking out this window, it, it's not like flying in a plane flying over the heads of everyone. It was, like, surreal. And we go out and play, and as soon as we hit stage, it starts raining. Right. Like, it's, it's like we brought the rain. It's like, you know, the first downbeat, and the sky cracks open. And we play. I'll never forget, it's a bunch of hot bodies, like 300,000 people, and everyone's moving, and they're being rained on. But the human body heat is such that people the rain is evaporating off of them, and it forms a visible cloud over the audience. And I have photos of this show. You can see the cloud. I'm not tripping. And the wind would shift, and it would go from the audience to the stage, and it would be like inhaling hundreds of thousands of armpits. (laughs) Just like the smell of homo sapiens. And you're like, whoa! And it's inescapable because there's no other air to breathe. So you're like, well, okay. And so the air would be at your back going forward and it would be kind of cool. And then the air would shift and suddenly it's like a hundred degrees of like youthful body heat plus the smell of like shampoo, perspiration and it was just this, you know, it smelled, the heat would very on stage which way the wind was born because there's so many people. And if you're in a band like The Who or, you know, some big arena band, this is probably, you probably have like 300 stories like this. But a gig like Woodstock is, there's only been one of those in my life. Right. And it was just this you know, 45, 60 minute set, whatever it was, of just kind of reacting to, okay, the wind's coming this way and that's what that smells like. And look at all the stage, and I was just like, I just would run around on the stage, and it just, like you said, it just never ended.
0: <laughs> it was huge. It was, and the sound that came off of that PA, man, they, they invested. Yeah, well,
1: they they, they did it right. Yep. And so we finished our set, and I had to do some press, and we were on tour, and so we get ourselves together. We've got to go. And so the road crew bundled all the gear together. I was the one stuck out there doing press. And so when I pushed the press, we gotta go. And so that's when the gear was put on and us. We were put onto some ferry and we're boated out of there to where we met a vehicle. And then eventually we met up with our bus like later that night, cause it was like overnighting from Michigan. And the tour resumed just back to the normal 600 people in front of us the next night in some low ceiling club. So it was just like this weird pop-out, you know. Yeah. When Woodstock was a standout show, and eventually I was a New Yorker. I was living in New York uh, with my bandmates. We're working on a record, and I'm, there's a gym I'm going to all the time uh, in the Lower East Side. And one day I walk in there, and there's Michael Lang, who <laughs> kind of invented Woodstock. And I've seen the Woodstock movie a bunch of times as I was younger, and the way to see Jimi Hendrix. And so... I'm like, whoa, and I recognized him because he's Michael Lang, and he recognized me because I was at Woodstock. I said, Michael Lang, he's like, yeah, well, it's been, right? I go, yeah. You work out here? Like, yeah, you work out here? Yeah, he's still a small place. And I had this, like, really interesting conversation with the guy who gave you Woodstock, you know, and, you know, it was just one of those, you know, New York moments where, you know, you walk down the street and Joey Ramone walks by on his way to the deli, that is New York City, and you know, I got to thank him for letting us be on the bill. We had an amazing time. And and uh, every once in a while, someone will tell me, of all people, Sammy Hagar came up to me one night and they said, Man, I saw you at Woodstock. I'm <laughs> like, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember seeing his face on the giant screens and, fi- and feeling like a connection to the original one when you saw that distinctive, like, afro of hair. Had you seen him or met him at the, the event in 94?
1: Oh, no, no, no. Wow. Uh, but um, a friend of mine, old uh, Black Slide Road manager, he was at this show with us, and he was just walking around with his camera. in in our little area. And he was taking pictures like members of Aerosmith and all these people. And um, I think uh, Nash of Crosby, Stills and Nash, he saw us. And he was on TV soon after Woodstock. And he said a lot of really nice things about the band, which I thought was really you know, you didn't have to do that. And they go, like, who did you like it with? like, so man, I like the Rollins band. Oh. That was really cool. And we're like, whoa, someone of that magnitude. You're like, well, well, damn, okay.
0: Henry Rollins yeah. is going to be doing a lot of heavy-duty storytelling at the Blue Note Hawaii, and we just took a little bit. He's got so many stories to share. Really appreciate you being on All Things Considered, and we hope you had fun getting to talk with us today. No,
1: absolutely. Thanks for the time, and I'm looking forward to seeing everyone
0: out there. High fives, and we'll say hi if we get a chance, but either way, no, we're really grateful for you being on the show. That's the most important thing, and please stay safe, my brother. I will, and
1: I'll, uh, I'll see you in a, in a while.
0: Take care. Be safe, Henry. Aloha, man. Say
1: okay, bye.
2: You think you're gonna live your life alone In darkness In seclusion Yeah, I know You've been out there Tried to mix with those animals And it just left you full of humiliated confusion So you stagger back home And wait for nothing but the solitary refinement of your room spits you back out onto the street and now you're desperate and in need of human contact and then you meet me and your whole world changes because everything I say is everything you've ever wanted to hear so you drop all your defenses and you drop all your fears and you trust me completely perfect in every way, So I make you feel so strong and so powerful inside.